And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I'm your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. We're back with another episode, ready to talk some Disney. I hope you're ready as well. For my returning listeners, you guys know how this goes. You guys are the best. For my new listeners, welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy it. Before we get into everything, got to plug all the socials here. Instagram, TikTok are the main two. Uh, if you're not following me on there, check me out. Uh, I've been posting more TikToks and Reels and uh, stories. And uh, a couple of the, the Reels I posted uh, this week and last week, uh, I really enjoyed. I think they came out really well. I, I love posting, uh, you know, like a TikTok. Um, you know, I, I don't care about the views that much. I like the interactions more. I like when people say, you know, oh my God, like this is me or like tag their friends, like this is us. Or, you know, they say how they totally relate like that. I love seeing that. I love making content that the true Disney diehards get, you know, you guys get me, you understand. We think the same, you know, I, I've mentioned on this podcast a lot, like it feels like a lot of us think the same. It's almost like we're all related, like the, the Disney diehard fans. So, you know, check me out on there. Uh, Instagram, my DMs are always open. I love interacting with you guys, chatting about Disney, talking about life, whatever it is. Uh, hit me up on there if you have ideas or suggestions for the show. Uh, if you find like cool Disney stuff you want to share, I know there's a few of you guys we you know we send stuff back and forth. Whether it's like you know retro Disney YouTube videos or you know Disney posts, um, I love uh, you know kind of talking Disney like that helps, especially like when I'm at work. It like helps me get through the day. You know, TikTok, you can follow me on there. Like, there's like DMs and stuff on uh, on TikTok, but there's like, I don't know, Instagrams. Instagrams, one where if you want to reach me, hit me up there. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. If you can, leave a rating and a review. Uh, you can leave ratings on Spotify, not reviews yet, but on uh, your iPhone, you can head over to my podcast page there and uh, leave me a review. And if you do, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Last week, if you haven't listened, we talked another top 10 list. I love, oh, you guys know I love my top 10 list. We did top 10 things you forgot existed at Walt Disney World. That was a fun one. You know, I always love dealing with kind of retro Disney stuff, vintage Disney. There's a lot on that list where it's like you you think about now and it's either like, whoa, I forgot that existed or it's like, whoa, like how did that exist? So, for example, spoiler alert, if you didn't listen yet, and one of the things on my list, one of the, I forget what number I had it as, but Drew Carey's Sounds Dangerous attraction at Hollywood Studios. Here we are in 2022, and I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it blows my mind that Drew Carey was the star of a Disney attraction. That's weird for me. That's weird for me to think about. You know, the guy that's hosting Price is Right, but... Um, it was fun to do. I, you know, I love doing my top tens. So it's fun to kind of think back down memory lane, you know, kind of looking up different when I was doing like research for the episode, it's like, did I imagine that? Or was that real? Like trying to find some of these things, it was like, whoa, kind of tough. Um, you know, you had like McDonald's in the parks and like I said, Drew Carey and Ellen and a bunch of other stuff. It's a, it's a good listen. If you enjoy top 10 Disney lists, this one's up there. If you love retro Disney stuff, this is a good one as well. I think it's good for kind of people of all ages. If you're my age and it's like, yeah, you know, we could talk about stuff that you remember when you were a kid. Uh, or if you're a younger listener and, you know, you didn't get to experience Disney like in the 90s. Like, I think it's pretty cool to, to hear about. Like, I, you know, I was 
grew up in the 90s. I didn't get to experience Disney in the 70s, 80s, opening day Disney. I love going back and watching or listening to, you know, podcasts or shows or YouTube videos about like the Disney that I didn't get to experience. So hopefully like on on an episode like that, I was able to provide a little bit of that for you. But this week I got a top five. That's right. We're doing a top five. We're downsizing. We're doing top five most quotable attractions at Walt Disney World. This one's going to be fun. I plan on uh, having some audio uh, imported into the episodes. You can kind of hear it as we go. But without further ado, let's get into it. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Okay, so if you're like me and my family, it's impossible to go to Disney and not quote all of the attractions. And it's something that just doesn't end on vacation. These these are quotes that uh, if you're a Disney diehard like me, like I said, and my family, you probably use them year-round in random situations and conversations where some people uh, maybe have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, and I think that's like part of the Disney magic and the Disney community. Um, you know, like me and, and my friends, like we quote movies, you know, like uh, like comedies, like Step Brothers, like Will Ferrell movies. And we can quote them word for word and we say them year round, no matter the situation. Like we always somehow, you know, work one of those quotes from the movie you know, into our day-to-day conversation. And it's kind of like that with Disney too. When you're a Disney diehard that has been to the parks, you know, a bunch of times, hundred times, however many times and riding all the attractions, like you start to pick up on these little quotes that you start to use and say, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So for this list, we're doing top five. I have some honorable mentions at the end. And then at the end too, we're going to go through some of your favorite uh, attraction quotes. I asked you guys on Instagram, what are your favorite Walt Disney World attraction quotes? Uh, and we'll go through all of those at the end. And for this list, like I'm not including um, like songs. I'm not including ride songs. Like for example, um, you know, Carousel of Progress, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. I would not, like you can't count the song. You can't count like the actual attraction songs as part of the quotes. I'm talking strictly like spoken words, quotes from either, you know, the cue from characters within the attraction, pre-ride videos, just most quotable attractions at Walt Disney World. And for my number five, we're going to start off, I think, at the Magic Kingdom. Here I am, like literally about to start my list. And I'm thinking about should I have ranked them differently. But my number five, I'm going to go with the Jungle Cruise. moment you have all been waiting for. I know it's the reason you come to the Jungle Cruise. It is the eighth wonder of the world, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the best side of water. Cruise, my name is Skipper Alexei. I'll be your skipper, your guide, your lion tamer, your hippo wrestler, and if you don't laugh at my jokes, I'll be your swimming instructor. 
That's right, my number five pick, I went with the Jungle Cruise. This is an interesting one because uh, the quotes can kind of differ each time you ride depending on your skipper, depending on the cast member, uh, depending on the time of day, the mood that they're in, everything like that. But I think, you know, as you heard uh, just a few seconds ago, one of the most iconic quotes in all of Disney attraction history, the backside of water. And for that reason, I think it had to be on my list. There, you know, there were some other attractions I think personally I like better quote wise or, you know, quotes I use more often. But the backside of water, it's hard to argue uh, with that one. They worked it into the movie with The Rock. It's been around like everyone knows, you know, knows of it, Um, you know. I think it's something you can work into your kind of day-to-day conversation whenever there's, you know, I've used it personally, like when it's raining or, you know, like when you're at a house or in a doorway or something and there's, you know, rain kind of coming off the gutters. You say it's the backside of water. You kind of work stuff in like that. Um, but like the jokes that the the skippers use, I've also used. I'm guilty. Um, there's like the one about uh, the Nile River and being in denial uh there's one about the docks and you know a, a paradox like there's just so many good you know jungle cruise puns uh that i think we have to count here uh most notably being the backside of water and it's you know it's it's quotable in that i think just a lot of people know it it's famous for that quote and i think that um kind of kind of helped with my rankings you know i i wasn't sure whether to put it on the honorable mention um so I figured number five is a safe spot for it. Um, yeah, like, you know, the cast members on this one have such a unique and um, tough job because they kind of have to go by a script, yet they have to make each kind of ride memorable and different, which it's hard to do. That's really hard to do, especially like when, I, you know, you got to work in some of the same jokes. You know, you got to kind of, you know, work on your delivery and stuff. But the Jungle Cruise at number five, I think, is a solid choice. You know, there's so many puns to choose from, you know, Trader Sam's, you know, two heads for the price of one, that type of stuff. So, but mainly for the backside of water, my number five pick is the Jungle Cruise. All right, for my number four pick, we're going to be staying at the Magic Kingdom. This is one of my personal favorites. This one has a lot of subtle quotes that maybe, you know, maybe the casual fan doesn't catch, but me and my family we use all the time. My number four pick is... for pick of course pirates of the caribbean now some of the sounds you heard that first one gives me chills like i'm i'm sitting here listening to it back and the dead men tell no tales sound and you can hear the water you can hear the wind howling man that gives me chills and i could literally close my eyes and picture myself on the ride and that has always been one of my favorite quotes for some reason it it's i mean i know why it's from the ride it's from 
just how cool that scene in the attraction is. Like everything's in the dark. It's right at the beginning, right before the little drop. You got like the skeleton steering the ship. You got like the, the smoke and the fog and the howling wind. It's just so cool. Dead men tell no tales. There's just something about it. There's like some, there's actually like a brand too um, that uh, I found like on Instagram. They make shirts and one of the, sh- you know, one of the shirts is like pirate themed and it says dead men, you know, tell no tales. And, you know, is a name of one of the movies. And that quote is so iconic. Just one of the most iconic, iconic quotes in all of Disney history. And, you know, this ride is just full of little ones, little subtle ones like that. So, like, the next one you heard, too, from uh, Captain Barbosa is one that's so, so random. Uh, but my family uses all the time, you know, the, the you blooming cockroaches. For whatever reason, that stuck with me and my family, and we say that one a lot. And I believe that was part of the ride audio even before they changed it to Captain Barbosa from the Pirates movie. Uh, my dad loves talking like a pirate, so that was always uh, one of his go-tos. Um, and also the audio you heard too about uh, was it Carlos? Don't be don't be chicken. Uh, we say that one a lot too. And I, for some reason, it's just one of the you know iconic quotes from the ride that kind of sticks with you. Uh, and obviously, there's a bunch more that I didn't include in the audio. Um, one of the most famous ones they got rid of is the redhead, you know, the the group of pirates kind of standing around almost like chanting, you know, we wants the redhead. Iconic. That was an iconic part, iconic scene uh, from the attraction. And I think the audio, you know, went with it so much so that they include like a redheaded pirate in uh, in the first movie for a brief second. They kind of pay homage to it. You know, they obviously was a couple of years ago they uh, they got rid of that scene and kind of changed it up a little bit but that saying we wants the redhead just kind of always stuck it, you know in your head there's also another scene in there somewhere around like the village when it's like getting plundered by pirates now here comes my uh my mediocre um impersonation skills but there's like a scene where the pirates like show them your larboard side and honestly i have no idea what that means or if that's you know how you say it correctly but that scene that's how I've always kind of said it in my head. Sometimes I just kind of say it out loud. I don't know how you would work that one into everyday conversation, uh, but as a Disney diehard, I'm sure you could find a way. Yeah, I just think the entire ride is just filled with like tiny, random like phrases that you kind of pick up on. You know, there's a there's a scene like with the the one pirate. You kind of go under his foot as it's like dripping mud. There's like the the pirate that's sleeping like with the pigs. And there's just saying these little phrases here and there you, that you kind of pick up on that you know, just kind of stick with you. And, you know, even towards the end, uh, the, the famous scene of the pirates locked in the prison cell with the dog trying to, um, you know, trying to lure the dog to give them the keys. Just like they're whistling and their little like phrases are iconic and quotable. And, uh, you know, I think that's what makes a great attraction when there's you ride it so many times, it's almost like you're watching a movie. You pick up on the little subtle, you know, lines and quotes and phrases that, you know, maybe the casual fan wouldn't pick up on if you just ride it like once or twice. You know, it's like watching a movie. Like, you don't pick up on everything the first time you watch it. But the more you watch it, the more you see it, the more you hear it, you know, you start to like 
you know, different phrases, just the way they're delivered or the way they fit a scene. And they just kind of stick with you. And that's kind of how I am with Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, even, uh, I don't know how often they still do, but even like in the queue, like before you walk in there, there would be a, a bird that would talk or like a skull and crossbones that would talk. And I think the bird would say like, uh, you know, ye old salty old pirates, um, which always stuck in my head as well. So my number four pick, I hope you guys agree, Pirates of the Caribbean. For my number three pick, let's move on here. We're going to head on over to Epcot. Now, just by me saying Ep Epcot, you can probably think of what my choice is. Of course, my number three pick is Spaceship Earth. That's right. Spaceship Earth, thank the Phoenicians, is probably, man, it, it might be, it's tough to pick, but it's one, it's one of the most iconic quotes in all of Disney attraction history. Um, you know, just listening to that audio, thank the Phoenicians, it's, some, it's like taking on a life of its own, if you guys have noticed. Like, I feel like recently there's just so much merchandise with this phrase on it. You know, thank the Phoenicians. You can buy T-shirts and mugs and notebooks and everything, literally everything. That has become one of the, you know, cult classics, if you will, of Disney attraction quotes. And I don't remember it ever being like that. Like growing up, you know, I know the ride has gone through some changes and some audio changes. But I feel like it's with like within like the last five, maybe 10 years. But, I, you know, more realistically, maybe like around five years or so that just kind of blew up and... You know, maybe it's just the age of social media and, you know, sites and, and places like Etsy where, you know, if you're a Disney fan, you know, you can create your own merchandise. And what's a phrase that Disney diehards would know, you know, thank the Phoenicians. Like the casual fan would have no idea what you're talking about, you know, even if they just wrote it one time. Like it's such a random and um, maybe non-exciting quote uh that you know only the true disney fans kind of love and appreciate it and spaceship earth um you know I, I the reason why i have it number three even though this line is so famous is i feel like after the thank the phoenicians quote there's not as many there's only a couple here and there that are you know that memorable and iconic which is why it's at number three um, but, you know, when, when the think the Phoenicians line is so big, it kind of has to make the list. You know, I think part of Spaceship Earth, uh, what makes it great and what makes the quotes so good is that they're narrated by Judy Dench. And just hearing her voice uh, so elo eloquently, uh, you know, speak some of these words, you know, that kind of helps them get stuck in our head. Like, at the, I think it's at the very beginning, um, there's a line that's like, like a uh, grand and miraculous spaceship. Our planet has sailed through universe of time. Um, not super iconic, but just the way she says it at the end, 
uh, she says something too about like our spaceship Earth. And, you know, just the way she says it uh, kind of makes it a memorable quote and kind of just gets it stuck in your head. You know, it's super random too, but even some of the, like some of the animatronics in the ride kind of get stuck in my head. So like there's that scene kind of around like the Civil War era uh, where there's a paper boy that's like extra, extra. Uh, and he says something about, uh, you know, surrendering for the war. There's like a scene with a radio that I believe is talking about, is it talking about Amelia Earhart? And there's like just another scene too with the TVs. They kind of show in black and white uh, Jesse Owens uh, winning the gold medal in the track uh, at the Olympics. And I think it's like not the 1936 Olympics. Like that's the famous one. Uh, Hitler was there and everything. And for Jesse Owens to win. And just see those moments and those little clips, like the paper boy saying extra, extra, like it, it's just kind of st stuck in my head. And then uh, I'm sure there's like other scenes too, where you guys kind of write it and it just, for whatever reason, you know, gets stuck in your head. So for those reasons and for, you know, pretty much the, uh, thank the Phoenicians line. I mean, when you're a quote from a Disney attraction, um, and you have like merchandise of that quote, I think it's well-deserved to be on this, on this list. At number three, I think is a solid spot. So number three, Spaceship Earth. All right. So we've made it to the top two now. My number two pick here, this one, this one's probably the most quoted attraction by me and my family. My family in particular, they, they love, they love this attraction. More importantly, they love quoting it. My sister, my dad, they love quoting this one. And um, judging by some of the responses I got on Instagram when I asked you guys some of your favorite uh, quotes, you know, this ride uh, kind of made it into a lot of your choices. And it makes sense because it's, it's you know, designed to be a comedy attraction. We're at Hollywood Studios and we're talking Muppet Vision 3D. Inside getting rid of Oh, quick, quick. I've got a whole new act in a 3D movie. Just wait here, I'll get it. Okay, get ready, girls. Scooter, I'd like to present the three Ds. A salute to all nations, but mostly America. Great. So it's going to be a swell demonstration and a no Muppet Vision 3D making it onto the list here at number two. And it's hard for me to argue it had to be on this list. Uh, you guys heard just two little clips there of two of my favorite ones. Um, the pre-ride video is, is full of a bunch of memorable quotes too. Like that one about, uh, you know, the Debbie was sick. Uh, the, so the union sent me. Uh, you got like the two like blonde-haired dancers and this hairy guy named Max. So good. There's also a scene in the pre-ride video where, for whatever reason, it gets stuck in my head. It's when they think that Mickey Mouse is there, and it's actually Rizzo the Rat. Um, just the way he kind of walks in, he's like, da 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 Like, that gets stuck in my head. Um, that's just the pre-ride video. And then the show starts, and it's like, you know, I know it's, you know, I've seen it a thousand times. I'm sure you guys have as well. You know, you can kind of, um, you know, almost quote it word for word, but there's just so many little things, like even just the way Kermit says Muppet Vision 3D, the way he says that is, is so good. And, you know, um, Fozzie Bear has some lines. Uh, there's that 
there's that scene where he kind of pies himself in the face and um kermit's like oh fozzy that's terrible and he's like yeah you're right needs needs more sugar you know and it's just the stuff like that i think because it's they're funny one-liners and puns you know it, it helps it stick out helps it make you know make the list and, and you know be memorable uh a couple other my like the sam eagle uh quote you heard is so good so good a, a salute to all nations but mostly america like I don't know if they were going to make that today, if they would let, you know, that line stay in there, but it's just so great because it kind of encapsulates his character um, and just the way he says it, the delivery. Um, there's also a scene too with Sam Eagle where uh, he says something about how it's like a glorious three hour finale and Kermit's like, you have, you know, two minutes or whatever. And just his reaction, just the way he says like a glorious three hour finale, just so many good one-liners. One of the... May uh, two of the okay, so two of the most popular ones that my family quotes for whatever reason are the when the uh, the what's that character's name? Uh, Waldo, uh, the that kind of causes all the chaos there. Waldo uh, says something like, Don't you hate it when your nose runs? Like, if anyone in my family has a runny nose, a stuffy nose, a cold they're sick doesn't matter someone will say don't you just hate it when your nose runs like all the time you know someone is saying that and then another one too towards the end uh, is when uh, bunny runs away and uh you know they're kind of look everyone's like looking around for bunny and then uh just the the, that one muppet like comes out with the flashlight he's like buddy bunny just the way he says that too like my family quotes that all you know all the time and it just sticks in my head and you know there there's so many more that I'm sure I'm missing that you know maybe like you guys like better but those are the ones like that I love my family is obsessed with um even just like the scenes with like Beaker and Honeydew and the Swedish chef like just randomly quote those characters and the scenes in the attraction and it's it's an outdated attraction it's not the best but just those lines, those one-liners are so good that, you know, it makes it a memorable quote. Uh, you know, we talk about it with, you know, the Thank the Phoenicians line. You know, some of the lines uh, from that show, I feel like, could uh, could be on some merchandise as well. So Muppet Vision 3D, definitely a solid choice here. A lot of memorable quotes. And for that reason, it makes my list at number two. We've made it to number one. Again, This uh, these lists are always so tough to rank. I have, I have no problem, like, thinking of, you know, items to, to make the list. Like, it's, I probably could have done 10, uh, but I wanted to narrow it down to 5. Just because it's harder to rank. It's hard to rank things, you know, when it's Disney and I just love everything about it. Um, you know, I literally just talked about Muppet Vision 3D. And I didn't even get to mention, like, the two old guys and all of their memorable, memorable quotes. You know, there's, like, one about... Um, they say something about, oh, there's a guy in a goofy mask. And the one goes, that's not a mask. And he goes, oh, sorry, lady. Like, the, the subtlety is so good. It's so good. Uh, but let's move on to number one here. And then we'll get to your guys' um, choices and some honorable mentions. But my number one, so iconic, so, so quotable, so cool, The Haunted Mansion. Welcome, foolish mortals, to The Haunted Mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> our tour begins here in this gallery, here where you see paintings of some of our guests 
as they appeared in their corruptible mortal state. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Retired here to the haunted mansion. Actually, we have 999 happy haunts here. But there's room for a thousand. Any volunteers? Hmm? So obviously the haunted mansion had to make my list. Number one, here it is. Just so iconic, just so chilling. And again, we kind of talked about it with Spaceship Earth at number three and Judy Dench. The narration does it. The narrator's voice, I think, is what kind of makes it stand apart uh, from other attractions. Just hearing his voice, it's so so deep and so cold and so chilling. And just to hear some of the stuff he says, you know, ghost host, the line about the ghost host, like I literally open every single one of my podcasts using that quote. Um, and the 999 happy haunts, like, again, iconic. There's merchandise, like that's a thing, 999. And it's all because of the attraction, you know, just hearing his voice say that, you know, there's room for a thousand and the way he laughs this ride is kind of like Pirates, too, in that there's just so many subtle one-liners and so many lines that stick out. You know, I'm just naming a few of my favorite and a few that I think are the most iconic. Like, Ghost Host, you know, again, it's a quote from a Disney attraction that has gained, like, a cult following. I told the story, you know, was, was it last week or a few weeks? It was, you know, on the episode, of, you know, over the last few weeks, um, I went shopping got some stuff, came back out to my truck and uh, parked next to me was a car with the license plate ghost host, you know? And I think that's just kind of goes to show like it has a cult following. The ride itself has a cult following yet. Like, so does like some of the, you know, the narration and some of the one-liners like happy haunts and 999 and hitchhiking ghosts, like all that stuff from the ride. Um, it's just so popular and so engraved in our brains. There's just so many to choose from. Even towards the end of the ride, there's like that little doll. Um, and like the way she says, like, hurry back, like so chilling, but it sticks in your head. And the, some of the stuff that Madame Leota says, like about the tambourine, like sticks in your head and you remember it. And there's just so much going on in this attraction that the audio is so important you know, I'm not even I'm not even talking about the music and how good the soundtrack is, how uh, you know catchy the obviously the grim grinning, grinning ghost song is. It's just the audio plays such a big role in this ride, and you know it, it's part of the you know Disney magic using all these different elements to help make the attraction great. And it's like too like this one starts like right away as soon as you enter. You're not even on the ride yet. You're standing in the room. You know, the, the ghost host is guiding you. Uh, it's talking about the, the walls stretching and trying to find a way out. You know, this is one of those attractions, too, where pretty much every time you go on it, you'll have, like, that group of cool kids in the back or cast cast members on their days off who are reciting it word for word out loud, and you just kind of give them the side eye, and it's like, okay, okay, you don't have to, you don't have to say it aloud, you know, say it out loud. Uh, you can just kind of keep that to yourself, but that's how, you know, that's just how it is. That's how memorable the quotes are. And, um, you know, number one, I think is a good spot for it. Just iconic. A lot of, a lot of subtle one-liners, a lot of good quotes to choose from, 
you know, the ones I played, Ghost Host, 999, Happy Haunts, like, yeah, that's what makes it stand out. And I think number one is a solid choice, The Haunted Mansion. Now, of course, I can't just make a top five list and only choose five. I did come up with some honorable mentions. The one that was close to making my list at number five uh, was actually Dinosaur. Um, maybe that's just me being biased by because I love that attraction. But I think Dr. Seeker, um, his quotes are pretty memorable. He starts it off like one of the one of the things that's most stuck in my head. If I was just doing like power ranking Disney attraction quotes, not by ride, like just when he opens up with the puppet dinosaur and says, hello there, stuck in my head all the time. I quote that all the time. Um, there's the scene where he's typing on the computer and he says, access denied. Stuck in my head all the time whenever, like, I'm at a computer every once... I got work, I think, a couple weeks ago. Uh, someone typed in the wrong password, like, on the computer, and I was like, access denied. Um, and they looked at me like, what, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, and just, like, his narration throughout the ride, again, the narration plays such a big role, uh, where he's talking about, like, we're not going to make it, we're not going to make it, and the evasive maneuvers, and just kind of... Um, he says, like, oh, at least this dinosaur is a uh, vegetarian. Like, so great. I, you know, I could argue that he uh, should have made the top five list here. But honorable mention for sure, dinosaur. Um, Tower of Terror, I also put just because of the pre-ride video with the classic narration from the uh, Twilight Zone guy. Um, I also had, oddly enough, I had uh, from Slinky Dog, just the way uh, he says on the ride, here we go. Like, my mom quotes that all the time. Like, whenever we're going, heading out, she'll go, here we go. That's from the Slinky Dog Coaster. That's a new one. It's <laughs> three small words, but yet somehow uh, it's kind of just stuck in our head, and we quote that a lot as well. You know, I also, I wanted to put Soren in there, um, but I couldn't, like, I don't know, nothing really stuck out to me just, uh, besides the fact that Patrick Warburton kind of does the pre-ride video, and... Um, I know he's just easy to imitate in some of the stuff he says you can kind of remember to say. And I should have looked up a quote because, like, the only thing I can do in, like, my Patrick Warburton voice is, uh, yeah, that's right. Patrick Warburton. Welcome to Soren. Yeah, that's right. So hopefully that wasn't too cringe for you. But Soren, the pre-ride video there. Um, honorable mentions. I think that's all I had. Oh, no. Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain. Um, the Like, the safety... Like, guy says, uh, you know, this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Like, such a great, simple quote. We say it all the time. I love it. Gets you hyped for the ride, and it fits perfectly. So, those are my honorable mentions. Now, let's hear from you guys some of your favorite attractions. I asked you guys on Instagram. Of course, got a lot of good ones, as always. And a bunch of you guys uh, listed or sent in more than one, because just like me... It's hard to pick just one, but let's start us off here with Yensid81. Uh, he said, we're not going to make it uh, from Dinosaur, Dr. Seeker, a great one. Uh, this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness from Thunder Mountain. And uh, this is, I, I'm pretty sure this is from Flight of Passage. In the pre-ride video, the guy's like talking, then he goes, and uh, fly. Pretty sure that's Flight of Passage, he said that one. Uh, Pamagram said uh thank the phoenicians we had we had a lot of those so there's gonna be a lot of those uh j bernard 12 said hello there again another one from dinosaur a lot of dinosaur love early on ali m 146 
Uh, she said, if the Skyliner counts, uh, she loves that one, especially the, the bells and voice track. Um, she said, the, the quote is, we hope you enjoyed the most magical flight on Earth. I got to be honest, guys, I haven't ridden the Skyliner yet. Um, I haven't been to Disney. Last time we were, we went to Disney, Skyliner was open, but we stayed at Saratoga. You know, we normally stayed at Art of Animation, uh, so I didn't get to ride it, but that would be, we can count that, of course. Uh, Mary Lorenz uh, said, Sam Eagle, glorious three-hour finale. The Diz Dad said, if the monorail counts, please stand clear of the doors. If we were doing Disney quotes in general, I wonder if the monorail would be like number one. You know, please stand clear of the doors. And then it says it in Spanish. Like, we all know that. The classic voice will be forever, you know, engraved in my brain. So, uh, such a good one. Cat Freet um, said, uh, Tower Terror, you've just entered the Twilight Zone. That guy's voice. There's something to that guy's voice that just kind of just kind of gets you. Uh, Nolan Stocker sent in a few. Um, he had Twilight Zone as well. And also, imagination is best when set free. That's the quote, of course, from the journey into imagination ride with figment before they like blast you with air and a bright light and everything kind of opens up there. So that's a good, I th when I was thinking of this list, I thought of that quote, um, but I didn't add it cause I, I couldn't think of another, you know, kind of quote from that ride that, uh, that stuck out. So, uh, KT Pat 1990, um, said, here we go from uh, slinky dog dash and, she also said best remove them, which I was trying to think of where it was from. I couldn't remember. It sounds like it's from maybe like Soren or one of the rides where it tells you to take off like your Mickey ears or glasses or hats or something. Uh, so I have to look into that one. MND Towers uh, said thank the Phoenician Spaceship Earth. Um, Applejack73 said if... Uh, if it counts anything from the Happily Ever After fireworks show, I mean, I'm, I know a lot of people are, are pretty pumped that that's coming back. And imagine imagine a couple years ago when like they we found out it was getting taken away. That if they would have just said it'll be back, like they would have saved themselves a lot of uh, trash talk on the internet. But Happily Ever After, very quotable. Wishes is kind of like that for me. I, there's, some, sort of, there's some quotes from like Wishes. Uh, that stick out to me, but I can see that in the Happily Ever After as well. JC Safina said the backside of water from Jungle Cruise and not going to make it from Dinosaur. Honeybees202 uh, said from Spaceship Earth, that quote I kind of mentioned earlier, like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Our planet has sailed through the universe of time. So Spaceship Earth getting a lot of love. Um Dinosaur surprisingly getting a lot of love as well. I'd love to see that one. Jessica Fearmoth said, Firemoth, sorry, I can't, can't pronounce that, uh, said we're not going to make it from Dinosaur. Dr. Seeker and Dinosaur, like, come on, Disney, the love for dinosaurs there. Please, please don't take it away. Um, such a good quote, such a great character. Dexyland said, uh, I'm Max. Debbie was six, so the union sent me, of course, uh, from Muppet Vision 3D. Cursed P. 33, my sister sent in a few. I knew she was going to say this one. I knew it. It's from the original version of Test Track in the pre-ride video. Two, five, and seven. Seven? Yeah, seven. It's in the pre-ride video. Um, 
while Bill McKim is talking to his uh, co-worker and tells her to pick some uh, some more surprise tests. She also said, Paging Mr. Morrow. Surprised that one. How did I forget that one? That's from, I believe, The People Mover. Again, another one I kind of quote all the time. Uh, Paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Uh, also from The People Mover, uh, there's like that narration voice when you get to certain parts. Like it's It gets to like Carousel Progress and it's like, now approaching... Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Hopefully, hopefully that was pretty good. Um, and she also said, thank the Phoenicians. I'm pretty sure two of those three quotes, I've gotten her like on a t-shirt. Like, pretty sure. Amanda DeSanto uh, said anything from the Haunted Mansion. And finally from uh, Britt Hayes Nichols, or Britt Hayes Nicholas, um, she had a few here. Wallace Ride in the Wilderness. Nice work, pal. Uh, a tribute to all countries, but mostly America. Donde está Donald? And thank the Phoenicians. So a lot of them there. The Thunder Mountain one, I'm glad uh, I'm glad there's a lot of love for that one. Donde está Donald? I'm going to guess that's uh, from Grand Fiesta Tour. Nice work, pal. I think, again, that's from Soren. And the other ones we uh, we talked about. So... A bunch of great ones from you guys sent in. Thank you again for uh, sending those in and, you know, participating and, and interacting with me on Instagram. That's why you guys got to follow me on Instagram. We're always always talking Disney, interacting. I'm um, getting help from you guys for my podcast, so uh, always check me out there. That's all I got for this week's episode. We finished up top five honorable mentions, uh, quotes from you guys. So this was a fun one to do. I enjoyed putting in some of the audio as well. Hopefully... Whether you know you guys are driving, doing chores, working out, uh, when you hear that ride audio, I hope it just kind of transports you uh, to our happy place there at Disney. So I know it did that for me, listening to uh, some of them back. Definitely made me feel like I was there. You know, you can kind of close your eyes and picture where you are sitting in the, you know, whatever it's the doom buggy or the spaceship Earth vehicle or on a pirate's boat uh, can just kind of transport you in time there. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys have a great week. Again, follow me on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Disney World Today. I also have a YouTube page as well, same handle. Uh, I have a link. I have a link tree I set up. So if you go on Instagram or TikTok, you can find it there. I have a bunch of links set up. I have a Tee Public uh, store on there as well um, where... I have some uh, a few designs. You can get like T-shirts, sweatshirts. They have a lot of random stuff too. Like I like using T Public for shirts, tank tops, and stickers. I I've talked about it on here before. I like collecting stickers, even though I like I don't put them on stuff because I don't want to like ruin them. Uh, but T Public has so many good stickers, and uh, all of my designs on there you can get put on anything. You can get put on a T-shirt, a tank top, a sticker, a phone case, a coffee mug. So. If you want to check it out there uh, follow me on social media what else we got a plug here oh if you're listening and if you haven't already hit that subscribe button it's super quick super easy and leave me a rating and a review if you leave me a review on um, on my podcast page on your iPhone just go to the podcast app search Disney World today you'll kind of be able to scroll around until you find the review section leave me a review and I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode we got a few weeks until Thanksgiving, then we're at Christmas, so 
I'm sure once we get closer to Christmas, I'm going to do some Christmas-themed episodes. Uh, but until then, I'll keep uh, keep out cranking out the podcast for you guys. I always appreciate the positive feedback. Like if you're listening to this, you liked what you heard, suggestions, anything like that, shoot me a message on Instagram. My DMs are always open. And I've been I've been missing Disney so much. My wife and I were literally just talking yesterday. Uh, we're going to a wedding in February down in Florida, and we're like, you know, I I probably can't take too much time off work, so my plan was just to fly down Friday, come back Sunday, and the plane tickets are so expensive. It's like, what if we just you know leave on Wednesday and do Disney for a couple of days and then go to the wedding? You know, because we're I if I'm missing I'm missing Disney pretty bad. My wife's missing Disney. You know, seeing all the posts and TikToks and. Seeing all the Halloween stuff really, really made us miss it. So I'd love to get a trip in here. I gotta get one. I gotta get one last ride on Splash Mountain. Hashtag last ride. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But thank you guys for listening. You guys are the best. That's all I got. And until next time, always remember it all started with a mouse. <laughs>